welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are here to discuss the movie Barbarian, which is an American horror film, which came out in 2022, written and directed by Zach Krager. This movie has theatrical and HBO Max release, which is why it's still in theaters, but I was able to see it. It was an interesting movie to watch. I'm not sure if I loved it, but I certainly didn't hate it. And I don't know if it's because it was so ridiculous but well filmed because the cinematography was great there is a little bit of a through line there between you know men and the consequences that they create it it's it's got some interesting things about it and I love Georgina Campbell And it had a few genuine laugh out loud moments for me. So I ended up giving this film a 8.3 out of 10. The cast of this film is Georgina Campbell as Tess Marshall, Bill Skarsgård as Keith Toshko, Justin Long as AJ Gilbride, Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother, Richard Rake as Frank, Kurt Brawlier as Doug, James Butler as Andre, Sophie Sorison as Bonnie. Did I did I know who Bonnie was? Kate Bosworth as Melissa, Kate Nichols as Catherine. Brooke Dillman as AJ's mother, Sarah Paxton, Will Greenberg, and a few others, uh, particularly Zach Craiger himself as Everett, the voice of David. Sure, I don't recall that, but I, I will, uh, I will certainly take note if I end up rewatching this. So what's the what's the plot of the movie? What's the gist of things? It starts off as almost a romantic comedy or a possible dangerous situation that spins into a romantic comedy. Cuz we've seen that that movie where they they fall in love at an Airbnb. I don't remember who was in it by name but i can see their faces i think one of was kate winslet maybe so that is how the situation unfolds as tess shows up to an airbnb that she booked apparently this guy was so knocked out keith that a it took him a very long time to realize someone was on his porch and b i felt like she hit that doorbell with an urgency that didn't communicate to him opening the door i was pretty sure he had to be stoned or something or on drugs because he was acting a whole lot out of it 
and she shows him that they double booked at the same place even though she asked to see his as he ends up inviting her in she goes to the bathroom she is playing it safe in a certain sense of it's downpouring i've already paid for this i don't want to have to drive all the way back and then try to find somewhere for the night he says hey you don't have to sit out in your car and do that why don't you at least do that in here which sounds pretty courteous he continues to ramble on because he's nervous which is odd because she's the more vulnerable person in the situation but to be fair it just be crazy too you don't know if her pimp is outside if this is all a put on even though she clearly showed her information first she didn't ask to come in you invited her in she says i don't want anything to drink i don't want any tea he's like i'm gonna make you some tea which is a little intrusive she calls one hotel though one hotel and then takes his word for it that uh that there's a convention in town and everything's booked up run bitch run she knew deep down that she wanted she wanted to stay not because she wanted to be in the same place as him that comes later on no she didn't want to go out there in the pouring fucking rain and she's trying to avoid someone called marcus and i thought surely surely this person's gonna show up at some point and be a creep factor but alas i was surprised (laughs) did not show up at all just something that was going on in tess's life that we never got the full picture on but after some initial back and forth where they're both uncomfortable he realizes okay look i want to drink this wine and i realized after you didn't touch the tea that holy shit yeah technically offering someone a drink that you just met could make a woman feel very uncomfortable she was smart i thought he was being smart too or was he just because he left his wallet in the room like no i insist that you take the bed i'll sleep out on the couch she's like i have this thing about clean sheets so she he washes the sheets and i'm like what okay but you also could just be like you know i I guess maybe that was her indication she wanted to stay closer to the door maybe like that was just an excuse that makes a lot more sense but because i'm like i i guess she could have thought he was jacking off in there because she saw that he he had hand soap but that's pretty that's pretty uh judgmental you know he could have done it in the shower or on the floor or on the couch that you wanted to lay on so but i digress they eventually start to warm up to each other and she decides to drink some wine after he sees a movie that she's impressed that he saw and then she realizes that he's part of something that she knows one thing kind of leads to the other but they don't actually do anything with keith being like i'm gonna be a gentleman and go sleep out on the couch and she goes into her room even though she's got a crush on him 
especially as he said the words elaborate you don't have to put on the red she wakes up in the middle of the night though and the door is open she thinks he might have opened it but he's also making noises that clearly shows that he might be having a nightmare and i would have just shut my door and left him be i would have been fine with that because anyone with sense knows not to wake someone in the middle of a nightmare you don't know if he's been in the war he might fucking wake up with ptsd and snap your neck it's crazy talk but she does so anyway scares the shit out of him she's like did you open my door no bitch and then she gets back in bed and then it's morning and she goes to her interview and he actually leaves a note saying i'll see you when you come back break a leg because that's what she should tell people when they're going to interview and she's all excited and got butterflies in her stomach then she walks outside and sees this fucking neighborhood for the first time in daylight oh hell no fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then i don't know what the fuck just happened but i don't really care i'ma get the fuck up out of here this shit i'm out there is absolutely no reason i would have found myself back in this neighborhood you got like fucked up i mean she just kept driving past miles of nothing but burnt out houses cracked ends it looked like a place in which you are likely to be murdered shortly why the fuck he gotta be a drug addict because ain't nobody in their right mind would ever ever he showed up during the day you seem to have showed up at night and didn't know but he seemed to know and that's even worse why would he come to this place why is this booked as an airbnb how did you not look at the the google maps world view and zoom the fuck around the neighborhood to know what she was getting into this is what this is why i also don't schedule airbnbs i just i i want to be the type of person that can trust into this type of thing you know but i don't like people can have holes in the walls can be staring at you i don't know anyone can show the fuck up you don't know if they got secret shit in their basement i just i would rather rather have a key card to where i'm going and there's some security a lot of security (laughs) and around the security uh you know 911 being somewhere that uh is gonna show up because that is a neighborhood you should know from experience just life experience from being black that if you call 911 from this neighborhood they are not showing the fuck up they're not showing the fuck up i mean she had to practically beg and they still wouldn't go in that bitch uh she goes to her interview and it goes well with caroline with her her looking all like one if you go take a picture of somebody's driver's license send it to somebody and let them know hey this is the person i was last seen what does it matter if it's just on your phone they can take your phone and get rid of it with your body get tactical marines 
see i'm a single woman that likes to travel so i always got this shit on my mind i'll be 3d just thinking this thing called my safety uh, my mommy always like you gotta be safe i'm like you don't understand i'm a paranoid person <laughs> by design so i am if, if anyone is going to maximize their chances of not being murdered it is going to be me by taking those necessary and not unnecessary risks man not unnecessary risks uh but yeah they talk about the that conversation they had was interesting about what it means to be a woman versus what it means to be a man in this world uh there's some relevance to that in the plot particularly when we meet aj let's let's finish things up with tess because caroline told her when she said oh i'm in brightmore what the hell did you just say i'll be right back don't you go dying on me she kept telling her it was fine don't worry i got a roommate and her face did not change the whole time like are you fucking out of your mind uh i expected her to be like girl you can stay with me anywhere is better and once again you just took his word for it you really wanted to go back there and blew up with him that's what you wanted to do and that was stupid of you you shouldn't have taken those chances there's a few times in which you should have turned your head from that pretty face and got the fuck out of there but nope 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 she goes back and she's chased by a homeless man inside he's like come out there little girl i'm like little girl she a grown-ass woman she uh also doesn't have an explanation of why her door was open so that's another thing that should have creeped you out she uh is waiting around needs to go find some toilet paper and finds it in the basement and then she gets all nosy and sees a secret corridor and instead of listening to her black instincts when she said nope she ends up getting locked in the basement and instead of waiting decides to go check out what's in the corridor and apparently it's a room with a stained mattress and a camcorder and what looks like a bloody handprint and considering i thought someone was in the house last night now i'm freaked the hell out keith when he lets her out he sounds like he's a part of it which is why i'm not sure why tess stayed because he's like i just need to see <laughs> you serious well i've done all i can do later bitch get fucked you sound crazy you sound like you are a white person because ain't nobody else need to fucking see out there's a hidden room downstairs in the basement there is an airbnb in which neither one of us has gotten in contact with the people that own this clearly there's some shenanigans have you seen outside let's just not let's just not i shouldn't even came back in the first fucking place i was in the city somewhere there was a motel six somewhere near an airport that would have been safer than where the fuck you were at but alas no she had to go back because she was hitting those uh blue eyes and he's like can you wait for me and then he doesn't come back after 15 minutes and she goes searching for him because once again she's not ignoring her black instincts and she ends up finding him down this fucking tunnel but 
his injured ass because he's like someone bit me <laughs> he starts th i thought this was so silly why didn't he just go she's like that's the way out that's where she's at okay but that's also the way out so either we're gonna try to get out or we're gonna sit here and die and she was behind you which is why you should have just listened to the woman and unfortunately he got his head bashed the fuck into the the bashed into the rock there the stone there and he did he is keith is all the way dead We don't know what happens because it goes to this AJ Gilbride who is in his Porsche, whatever this car is supposed to be luxury. And he finds out that one of his co-stars has made some serious allegations against him. And he's at first more concerned about his pilot. Like, oh, what do you mean? they're like uh you should tell them the other thing i think you need to calm down no i don't need to calm down you need to tell me what's going on well apparently they're gonna run a story tomorrow about how you sexually assaulted your co-star and he calls her a fucking bitch i'm all fucking guilty worse his agent drops him and you should know when your agent drops you they've got enough evidence on you right now that this is a serious affair uh they have they know that they can't win or overcome they don't even want to say face usually they'll give it like a day or so they're like nah 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 you're fired <laughs> you're you're gone we're finished with you we don't even want to hear what you have to say he goes to his legal aid and they tell him he's like i need one hundred and forty thousand dollars and he's also a wannabe right he thinks he's hot shit but he's not because the hundred and forty thousand ain't i mean i just heard that fucking uh what's his name oscar not oscar isaac the uh oh the mandalorian guy shit i always forget his name um pedro pascal he's getting over half a million per episode for the last of us so you're not even that hot shit and so he is told that he's gonna have to sell his assets because of his high style high lifestyle living lifestyle and his his legal represent uh also says basically we no longer represent you <laughs> they're like we'll have your file you'll have your files by the end of the week he goes to detroit and they tell him because he's like i'm not going to jail over this he's like don't contact her whatever you do do not contact her that would be very ill-advised at this time but yeah you can go to jail like this is a fucking serious thing I love that even the people on his team are like yeah this is not okay you know maybe five ten years ago they try to make these things go away but nowadays they're like shit i don't want to smell none of it because i will be brought in as a motherfucking accessory plus they said there's going to be an investigation if they say there's going to be an investigation that means there's already been an investigation and the other investigation is just the formal one 
when they realize that all people cannot be paid off there will be no exchanges she's coming for blood so he gets that news and he's also told it was stupid to leave the 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 state and he's like well i'm just selling some assets so that i can pay you because i'm poor and he goes to the office and we learn that he's the person that owns this house apparently no one has been to this house and they claim not to be renting it as an airbnb which means that somebody probably that grace woman is doing a whole ass scam she doing a whole ass scam she collected money double booking just sending people to this crack house giving them photos and they think it's nice uh so there's that he's also being extorted in some type of way he gets to the house he knows that someone is there he starts to curse her out but she hung up on him like i don't want to hear none of this shit so here's where things get interesting because he decides that having the secret corridor leading downstairs is not weird at all but will increase his market value on his house and he ends up running into the creature down there called mother he ends up joining uh tess who's still alive in a cave uh she's like look you just don't piss her off do what she what she says he brought the knife and stabbed himself with it including sucking on a bottle that yes had hair on it it was so disgusting i was like ew but he could not do it he could not so he ended up getting something even worse which allows tess to get the fuck up out of the house once again tess is able to run the hell away from the situation but she can't leave this person behind because she doesn't know that he's admitted to basically raping his co-star talking about you know she didn't want it at first but i could be persuasive i see i'm all fucking guilty so his ass is forcibly breastfed but she comes after tess when she escapes tess is helped by the homeless man it's like yeah i told you to get out of that house little girl i don't have no fucking phone don't you see me don't you smell me (laughs) i can't laugh because i'm still getting over a chest code uh she goes to a gas station calls the police they think she's on drugs despite driving back to the house with her they're like well i'm not going to fucking go in there and investigate which tells me they're either couple culpable or this they're like do you know what neighborhood we're in get the fuck out of here not leaving this car so she has to go in herself to rescue someone who doesn't need rescuing because he's able to get away um he he ran away and found frank and we get a flashback to the 1980s frank abducts women this is a story we find out later on the homeless man tells them abducts women gets them pregnant has not have sex because that's not what he's doing he's raping the women and their children creating this monster inbred person and she lives in the house with him frank is told that the cops are gonna come and he ends up killing himself because he was 
all about this life really fucked up that the rapist is like what the fuck did you do i'm in denial andre said i've been living in this motherfucker for 15 years that bitch ain't ever showed up here wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong Woo! you know he did this motherfucker had a gun forgot he had the gun and then dropped the gun the ineptness of men is definitely the thesis statement i think in this whole entire movie because not only is aj a rapist a coward he talks about how he's not a good perk because he shot he shot tess she came back he had a flashlight couldn't see her and shot at her shot her in the stomach then he says well i'm a bad person i have to try to fix what i've done maybe i just did a one bad thing in my life but no he is an absolute trash person because as they climb the tower not even making it up to the person that came back to save him he leaves tess behind and then when mother shows up and there's nowhere to go he says well i can make it so come get your baby and tosses tess off the water tower pray for me despite all the inbreeding all of the trauma i would expect this person to be experiencing for 40 years uh and watching probably everyone they've ever known die and been psycho traumatized by all that the motherly instinct the the that thing that women have that supersedes all other things kicks in and despite causing serious harm to her mother cushions the blow and actually rescues tess that bitch aj gets down there and he tries to make an excuse for like oh shit i can't believe you're alive i had to do it you know you just it went from oh i i made a mistake to oh well you know you're the one that made me slip that bitch ass fucking apology it's like just call me back i was so glad when he called her drunk i'm like play that shit on tmz but despite the fact that mother kills him in the manner in which he definitely deserved to die and it's clear that this poor creature it's like baby baby what's a baby what's a baby probably saw everyone have babies probably even had a baby probably lost a lot of babies fucked up but tess grabs the gun and puts that poor thing out of its misery then stumbles away into the sunrise and i bet you she takes her ass right to a hospital you know what fuck the vehicle i don't need it decides to check in a fucking you know i think i might have went back yeah i'm sure she went back to the house to get her uh get her shits and let me get my purse let me get my clothes i'm gonna go to the hospital you know what i'm just gonna say i was in the wrong side of town and i got shot that's all anybody needs to know 
and we gonna put this whole fucking thing behind us and that's how we end the movie it was scary in the dark a little bit but i kind of just you know hid my eyes a little bit it's funny because the mother looks a lot like a more realistic version of the smile creature in the movie smile same design in a lot of ways but definitely more effective because it was like pitiful she tried to run her over and she still said baby (laughs) my baby it was sweet in a surprising way this movie was a little bit of a uh a hit because the budget was only 4.5 million and it made 44.4 million at the box office so that's a pretty damn pretty damn impressive it was produced by arnon mixion roy lee rafael margulas j and jd liffitz cinematography by J- uh, zach cooperstein edited by jill murphy and music by anna drubage let's see what the critics had to say rotten tomatoes gave it a 92 percent out of 184 critics reviews they were positive with an average of 70.5 out of 10 the website consensus reads smart darkly humorous and above all scary barbarian offers a chilling and consistently unpredictable thrill ride for horror fans and i think i agree with that Uh, i definitely agree with that it was a little bit unexpected but it did what it was supposed to do gave me a little bit of the horror but not so much that i need to turn the light on when i go to sleep at night and that concludes my review of barbarian if you have any lingering thoughts you can leave those below my social media will be there as well remember remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and walk on magic